Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Only General Podcast. You guys are in for a treat because on today's episode, we have miniature artist Tremaine Fraunfelder. Some of Tremaine's notable work includes Trinidad and Tobago's classic colonial buildings. We met him at Cari Festa and invited him to come talk about his art. Joining us as well is our co-creator, Tracy Chan, who's also an artist. She will be joining us in future art-oriented episodes. We are discovering new ground in 2020, so buckle up. The OGP starts after the break. So today on the podcast, we have our first ever artist series with Tremaine Fraunfelder and Tracy Chan. We have two artists on with us and we're going to be talking about (laughs) all the art things to start a new direction for the Only Journal podcast for 2020. Everybody began, oh boy. Yeah. Say hi. Say hi. hi to the people on the internet, everybody. Hello. Hi. (laughs) So, Tremaine, um, little context, people are probably wondering, like, who you are and what you do. And I'm going to tell everybody, I met Tremaine at Cari Festa back in August. Yep. And if anybody has seen anybody who went to Cari Festa's Instagram, nine times out of ten, they would have taken a picture of one of his miniature houses. Yeah. Tremaine, tell us what you do with your miniatures. (laughs) Um, Well... With my miniatures, I, I go out, I see colonial houses, um, which are slowly disappearing. And it's in my interest and um, my deliberate attempt to preserve the memory of them. So I go, I take pictures, and I build them in miniature. And how did you get started in building miniatures? Like, was it That's something a- you just kind of... Yeah. woke up one day said i'm gonna build miniatures or um i grew up in a family or amidst a family who with siblings who were also creative so they were always building the household everyone in the house were always building something you know creating something so it was no surprise when i started doing the same um i had gi joes and one day i told myself okay my gi joes need a house near base a base exactly so and that's basically <laughs> that's how great. it started so my first miniature house was of out of a cornflakes box. Nice. Breakfast cereal box, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to make doll right. houses so you know that goes, right. yeah, doll furniture. And yeah. Now, you have yeah. to understand Bobby something. Things. Boys play with dolls, but we call them action figures. Action figures. There's, yeah, a, there's yeah. a big difference. <laughs> a big difference, yeah. You know, Either way. Yeah. Kung fu grip. All that. <laughs> and retractable motion. <laughs> yes. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We believe that. Yeah. No, but I mean, it, it's cool because, you know, that kind of like, hands on kind of play it seems yeah. like kids nowadays you give them a computer or you give yes. them an ipad and they yes. play with that and they don't get that kind of i mean yeah you can be creative on like an app yes but you that, can yeah that hands-on like getting imaginative dude, play yeah, yeah I, I, I would like to think it um it it could only go so far as opposed to taking raw material and creating something from nothing from exactly i actually saw something about that they're actually yeah these kindergartens and they actually allow them free play 
So they introduce wow. random objects. Yeah. And they let them loose in the park or whatever area they're yeah. in. So there's like a tire, there's a log, and they, they actually have uh, seen how they play and how okay. they build things. How they build things, yeah. So that is making a comeback in the sense that great. people are really tired of digital. Yeah. You can buy ready-made sets you could, to yeah. build houses, yes, to build yeah, anything. Just stick together, get, grab some glue and stick it's it together. It's easy, it's yeah, cute, easy, it's yeah. pretty. Yeah. When we were small, you had a mat stick. Yes. You had house. You had a match boxes, and you had yeah. some glue. You had ends of wrapping paper, yeah. and that's what you <laughs> and used. You just, that's what you and, play. and you had those yeah, crappy post exactly. paints yes. that <laughs> were really bad. And really that's, bad. That's how yeah. you get that you get house. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how you start. You you engage your your brain, and while you're doing that, you're realizing in, within yourself how much you can do, yeah. where your limitations are, where your strengths are. Yeah, problem right? solving. And exactly one these things. Yeah, correct. And I think I think parents too. It was a different time in the sense that the traditional parent household in like the seventies and the eighties in Trinidad, especially, it was yeah. recession time, so you couldn't afford these luxuries. And exactly, we didn't have access to these things. Yeah, they weren't was, yeah. making they, them. No, they weren't there. Yeah, and you, you you get a bike. Every kid had a bike on the street. Yeah, you're outside. You play and sure. and. You had to make do with what you had. Because I remember back in my days, like, you get a Coke bottle, that's football. Yeah, right there. And right two there. stones. Two if you, stones, that's a goal. If you get a ball, now these kids have pick a litter when it comes to ball, you know. Telling you, all sorts of balls. The balls we had back then were, were heavy. Yeah. Right? They, they were heavy. So, so Mitre. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Mitre. Right? So for you to, to curl a ball, you had to possess real good skill. Now the balls are made to, to, to bend in the air. Well, yeah, it bend, you know, take they've kind of softened everything. Correct. Yeah. But you know, the funny thing is, like, I know both you guys love to fall into, like, you know, if you look at Eastern culture, yeah. for example, especially Japanese and the miniature culture and stuff that they have there. Oh, they are amazing. It's it's so amazing good. how you can see a complete difference between how Western ideal Correct. is and how Eastern cultures handle yeah. things. Yeah. completely different because I know when I went to the international school we said the Japanese exchange students yeah I don't think I ever met a Japanese student that didn't know how to draw wow. properly and like they were they sorry they knew how to draw but they like I'm talking like they looked like they were professionally trained comic artists in the sense that wow. their form and technique from school from school is light years beyond Way. anything and it comes back to that whole like you know Japan is a world of technology, yeah. but they still embrace a lot of those well, like yeah, practical, things. practical things. Practical things. your hands. Well, the yeah. arts. No, I've I really love their miniature stuff. I know you guys. I know I've seen you watching the miniatures. Yep. And Tremaine, you've, we've discussed this at Cali yeah, Festa. For real, for real. The miniatures. Yeah. So when you going back to your um your love for miniatures and your family and stuff, are your siblings also creative in that regard, or like you the one creative one in the bunch? Yes, they are. They all are my. One of my elder brothers, he works with wood a lot. Okay. So at, at his home, there's a lot of wood st- wooden stuff made from his own hands. I have a sister who's into mass. Another sister who lives abroad, she does jewelry. Okay. So all of us found our areas where we are most comfortable with and so on. And your That's parents amazing. were, from day one, were like, it's okay to be in the arts. Yes, correct. It's okay. That is they, amazing. They furnished us with um, all that we needed. Um, My mother gave me a corner in the living room. Okay. She said... Do everything there. Don't let your stuff exceed this line. Right? So that was my first studio. Oh, 
Wow. Right? And it was also that's very rare in yeah, the Caribbean. It is for real, yeah. As you and know. They they allowed us to, to just express ourselves, create you know, that's something like so you know, when you compare that to I think like musicians, like your parents, Chris told you you can, doctor or lawyer. Yeah. I mean like <laughs> you go to you school. You don't really have you a choice. You go to school. Yes, you be doctor, yeah. you be lawyer. You come back. You come back. <laughs> Do yeah. that. And yeah, I remember I remember my dad telling me, Well, you know, if you applied yourself, you know, you could have done more math. Wow. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, I hate I math. Think, yeah, yeah. Not, I hate I think, math. I think I a lot of people doesn't. <laughs> the local school system in a big way itself with CXC and the emphasis on English passing, math passes. Like yeah. you need these things, social it's sciences. compulsory, yeah. yeah. You need them to get a job. We put such a heavy emphasis on it. You know, yeah. Some people just don't excel in those things. Exactly. Because for me, I never, I hated school. Yeah, oh. never liked school at all. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed yep. school, tolerated it. I mean, I got it done, but right. Tracy, you didn't like school either. Oh, I, I like absolutely hated it. Yeah, I think yeah. I think because I'm an introvert, yeah. also. Yeah. And how they treat you in school, like an outcast. Yeah. You know, they think, well, she's just shy. Yeah. And only now I've actually realized. Oh wait, they had no idea how to handle students like me. Yes. Yes. In both primary and secondary, secondary school, yeah. and even in in hmm. UE, you know, it was they don't know yeah. how to deal with people who are either one creative or a certain personality no, or whatever. And of course, you know, and you you probably have this in school. Yeah. You're the artist of the class. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> tell me about <laughs> it. Tell me about it. You have it. to do the poster yeah, for every single thing yeah, for social studies you in know? particular. Yeah, yeah. Try yeah. being try being the one kid who knows how to hook up the printer in school. You become that tech yeah, support. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a tech you know? support. So you're yeah. a go-to person based on what you could do. You know, pretty much. And it becomes a burden. But hey, such is life. That's times, how right? what we do. And here you are. You're like, this is what you do full time now. Correct. Yeah. That's yeah. so great. Yeah. Yeah. I love every, every. The few of us of are able to do that. <laughs> I know. Few yeah. artists. It's, it's yeah. very hard to be able to find a passion yeah. that you love and to that be. That you can do full time. Full time. Yeah. To be able yeah. to run with it. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Um, you end up having several jobs. Like for me, I'm a designer, yeah. illustrator, yeah. everything. And doing background for OGP, you know, <laughs> all these yeah. things yeah. And, and support. And you have to do web design, you have to do marketing, mm. yeah. writing, everything else, social media and everything. Wow. How do you handle all of these roles? Do you that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. That, that's a very good question. <laughs> I mean, when it... <laughs> To just have one area where you know that's your love, that's your passion, it um it makes life a whole lot easier. As opposed to the, the list of things you just mentioned yeah. there, you know, can you say which one is your passion, which one is your love, which one if you have to choose one to do all the time, which one would it be, you know? But then, how do you handle, like, let's say you have your social media stuff? Yeah. Do you handle the account yourself, or do you th- do you think you, if you had the funds available, yeah. would you just hire it out? Would you? I would hire it out. Yeah. Yes, because um, for me, 
I would prefer to just focus on creating. On making work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's creating. the dream of all artists, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Dream it of is. musicians too. I it wish is. I, I really wish I didn't have to deal with like the social media burden. It's like yeah, everything. I just want to focus. I have enough to focus with practice. Yeah, getting ready for a gig. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff, and, and then writing music time. on top of that. Exactly. But then to micromanage all these other things that's going on. It's, yeah, it's hard. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. And then, in, well, in my case, for exhibitions, you you have to try and you have to become a curator. Absolutely. I decide. Done that. And yeah, yeah, and it's tough. It, it is tough. So one yeah. day I hope to achieve, you know, having a, an assistant. That can deal with That's all these great. things. You, know? you need like about <clears throat> 10 people on your team to yes. handle one thing. Yeah, correct. Because, you know, then the one person who you hire is overburdened with also, everything exactly. else. You exactly. Know? And that, I guess that's why there's also the gallery system, yeah. which I don't know if it's dying or not. Um, I wouldn't say it's dying. Um, maybe... Wow, people, are yes, people are self-curating. Yes, yes. Self-curating a lot. Yeah. They have their own spaces. They're renting their own, you know, yeah. spaces. For and that shows. might be a good thing, right? As well as it's it might be a bit of a, a problem for the galleries in terms of not getting that traffic as they once did. I guess it depends on who's buying. Correct. End of the day. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing too with um, music to an extent if you think about it. Because now mm. when you log into a streaming service, the first thing they ask you is, right, give us 20 bands that you like. Wow. And you just click through and then they start curating music based on your taste. Okay. And some hmm. artists have turned around and said that um that algorithm based thinking yeah. is killing people from the chance of actually going through and browsing through albums. Right. And discovering and f- yes, things for by themselves, accident. yeah. But then you I end agree. up discovering like new artists who you might like. I might found like, bands but, that. It's, but it's True. all algorithm based. True. Now, now yeah. it comes back to when it comes to gallery curating. If you have somebody who doesn't have a proper eye for art, yes, like a professionally trained somebody who's like, well, this is proper form. This person knows what they're doing. Yeah. How do you filter out the garbage? Yeah, from, from the yeah, quality. From the quality. Work, yeah, you understand. And I think um, you can call it trial and error, right? Um, I mean, <laughs> there are gallery uh owners and and who have a, a a list of people who buy art and you know they would um weigh in on or critique your work and so on right but then a lot of artists they their confidence is um a bit how to put it fickle so when they get criticized they take it to heart and they pull away from the galleries and they remain with their style that is not up to par as it should be. So that's one problem, you know, that you get. Why a lot of young artists, you know, they try to pull away from the galleries and so on and do their own thing. I think it happens, right? in, um, happens in all aspects too, with, um, especially with music too. When, you, when you, you want to play for those people that will always support you. Yeah. Because it's not like they don't understand the music, but they kind of understand the little niche that you're trying to get to. Right. And they figure that is it. Yeah. But like, if you want to try and sell it to somebody completely different, you can't. Exactly. So you never grew. Yeah, yeah. And you never want to challenge yourself. And that's the thing, yeah, correct. Challenging yourself is very important. As whether it be music, art, dance, or whatever, you know, life on the whole, mm-hmm. you, you have to get some sort of resistance to develop your, your, your muscles, so to speak. So your, how, your mental muscles. How do you go about challenging yourself as an artist? 
Oh, I love to challenge myself every day. So how I go about that is trying new things. So I I would take some time and I would go and look at the museum yeah. and the architecture, which is so unique. And, you know, compared to other buildings in Trinidad, it is probably arguably one of three. Um, it's Real House has basically the same design yeah, and the so same on. Kind of design, yeah. So it would, that is a good challenge for me to try something new for the first time, even try new materials for the first time. Right, so um, I always love a challenge. I welcome it because at the end of the day, it's helping me to grow as an artist and sharpen my skills even more. So let's talk about your um your miniature building. Let's sure. walk through your creative process <clears throat> from sculpt to finished product. How long does it usually take you to like put out a piece? Um, if I have to work on one piece, it will take me about seven to eight days to do one piece. So how do you start? Like, how do you pick? How do you know I want to pick this house or this building? All right, um. A lot of these houses look alike. So you don't want to build two of the same thing. So you're looking for the unique ones. Um, the windows, more windows in the front as opposed to just one window. And um, design of the window, the doors, height of the roof and so on. So you're looking for the unique ones. And when you find it, um, I take pictures, take photographs. Um... <coughs> I would take two cut, how to put it? I would take photographs, just random photographs, and then I would zero in on details, uh, certain cracks, where the cracks are situated. Because in these houses, what would make one look different from the other is the details in the weathering, how they weathered over time. Right. Right? So you want to capture these very um, intricate details character the character correct all right and so what looking... about the what about the character of a house so any small detail that would capture your attention yeah so it i mean it could be a branch it could be yes, you know a yes. window a particular correct. window or something could be the color so yeah. something just catches catches the yes 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 and um also that's where the challenge comes in also because there are houses that are really nice uh, character and so on but I don't see it as a challenge. Done, been there, done that. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you don't I, want to do the same thing all no, the time. Right. It doesn't so make as, sense. It, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because um, I consider myself a student all the time. That's, you know? Yeah, of course. And you have to Correct. Right? And I, I love to learn. So I want to always challenge myself. Right? Because, I mean, I, I you get up every day and you go to your studio and you work and you do the same thing over and over without a challenge. It becomes mundane. Because uh, monotonous. Uh, monotonous exactly yeah. Yeah. Monotonous. you don't want that right yeah. so you you want to you want to bring a sense of um a challenge a sense of um adventure in challenging yourself each day i hear that and so after um so how what materials do you normally build with um basic materials uh different types of paper um joint compound which is used for ceilings i use wood and depending on what I'm building, I use wire and other things. Sometimes I use dirt. Right? Mm -hmm. So um so the material the, 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 the list of materials I use are very basic. Do you ever like start a project and then halfway through just say like this isn't working or do you just kinda work yeah. with it and just say <laughs> um, I have to toss go. it aside I avoid, for ten months? I avoid that. Because I think if ever I get to that point where I'm building something and I have to stop, it means I didn't scout properly. Okay. 
right? So you don't force it. It has mm, to happen. It has to, yeah, correct. And so I always, I take time in what I choose so that I will see it through to the end and feel good about it. So this is for you, for for example, if somebody were to come to you and say, I want you to do this project for me, yeah. would you accept it if you don't feel it or would you just do it? Because Definitely. If I don't feel it, I'm not doing it. Someone approached me just about a month ago to, to build in Napa. Oh. I turned it down immediately uh. <laughs> because oh. Napa is modern. Exactly. All right. Oh, yeah. And it, it, for me, it's it's easy. Napa is easy for me to they build. They can 3D print that. That too. So yeah. it's, it's, it's not a challenge. There's, there's so, no charm in it. Though. No, but, absolutely but, not okay, in my but opinion. Now, <laughs> you, okay, okay, all right. now, me, I'm thinking of the, um, the musician perspective here. Like, yeah. If somebody were to say, like, you know, write a song about my shoes, I'll pay you money to do it. You know, <laughs> okay. I start writing a song about these shoes. So how yeah. do you balance, you know, getting a paycheck versus art? Your artist integrity is that challenge. Um, I have never asked myself that question. Um, I don't consider myself a hustler, whereby okay. I just do things based on a figure. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I have, I love what I do. And because of that love and passion I have for what I do, I would turn things down, even regardless of the figure, and hope for the best after. <laughs> that's, no, but that's, that's honorable to hear because, you know, even on the way down here, we were having a discussion about Carnival. And, you know, Correct, that yeah. Carnival is practically a hustle right now. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. It's essentially, uh, I think a lot yeah, be- of... Yeah, because mass camps are popping up all about the place. Yeah. Right. One just popped up on Carlo Street the you other see? day. See? Yeah. Across from Jared's house. It's right there um, next to the Bar Basics. Uh, Secrets really? Mass Camp. It's just there. Yes, there. Right? Popped up just like that. And when Carnival Tuesday arrives and you see what's coming out of these mass camps, it leaves a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I try to break from that. So <laughs> when you when you finish your miniature pieces, do you sell all of them? Or are there any that like you just love so much you want to Yes, yes. There are some that I I I um I keep for myself to have my own personal collection, right? So and um, how many do you have in your personal collection? Now? I'm curious. Not ah. much, you know, to be honest. I uh, probably have about five in my personal wow. collection. What's What's been your favorite? Give us the address so people could look it up. <laughs> Carlo Street, opposite Adam Smith Square. Oh yes, the one we spoke about. That. Yes, we did. <laughs> That's my favorite. It's not there anymore. No, it's not. And that's one of the reasons why it's my favorite. Another reason why, because in building it, well, of course, excuse me, a lot of these houses, even though the I would choose ones that are unique from the other, you basically get the same thing yeah. because a lot of them have wooden louvers and, and a lot of windows, are, you know, around it and so on. However, there are some things that is just unique, so unique that. It makes you, it, it increases the love that you have for it. Yeah. And the journey that I would take sometimes to build some of these houses are longer than others. In in regards to that Carlos Street house, that took a while. I'm sure. It's yeah. a big house. Yes, it is. And the intricate details that I had to try and capture so that people would be able to identify, okay, that is that particular house. It, it was a real journey and a real test for me because some of it was the first time. I'm sure my right. mom would love that. Well, that but it's that's not my yeah. family's house, actually. actually that yes, that I heard that. Yeah. Is it that house or is it the one further down? I think it's this is not that. I don't think it's the Almond right, House. Um, it's the one further, further down, down across from the park. Correct, yeah. The, oh. That burned down. Burned down, yeah. Burned down. <laughs> it was. Um, wow, okay. Yeah, the day. Tell them the story. Because Tracy wasn't in the car when we were having correct. this discussion on um, the way down. 
you know, for a long time I saw that house and told myself I would like to build it and so on. And um, then one day I got up and as he rightly said, you know, this is the day. So I got up, I grabbed my camera, went down, took photographs and so on. And the, the week that I finished that house is the same week wow. it, it burnt. Yeah, it's on um, <coughs> crossing the park right in between where Bikini Cabana is now. Correct, yeah. And I think um, Zah. Zah, yeah. Yeah, opposite Amsterdam Square. There That's an open area now. It was now. an old house there. Right. Yeah, with a tree it, on the right-hand side grew into the house. Oh. Empty lot right now. Empty lot right now. And I probably would know who yeah. owned the yes, house. Yes, they would. You should yeah. ask. Yeah. And I mean, it, it broke my heart yeah. to visit, go to that place opposite and sitting there having breakfast and look across and saw nothing. It was really heartbreaking. Because you know? I was thinking too, it was a color street house on oh, the corner. Okay. On the corner. Yeah, I realized yeah. Correct, the one it's down across the street. Yeah, across the street. There's yeah. still some charmers out there, man. There, there are many. There are many. It's just to find them. Cipriani Boulevard has quite a bit Quite a bit, Did yes. you do that, the I Cipriani one? Which one? The one with the Bougainvillea. It's a tiny yes. one. A white? Yeah. Red roof? Yes, I did. Cute. Yes. Yeah. And that one was sold. spoke about that. Yes. Yeah, that one yes. was sold, right? So, yeah, there are many. Yes, so I've <laughs> done that one. And one of the joys I get is to build it, place it there, whether it be at an exhibition or wherever. And you have people passing and they can identify. Yeah. Hey, that's so and so. Yeah. You know? I saw it as like, I know that house. There's a few in St. Right. Joseph as well. Yes, there still. are. They are actually, someone called me today and they got the okay for me to go and take photographs of some of them in nice. St. Joseph. Great. You know? So there are Those many are of them out there. It's just to find them. Yeah. St. Joseph, first yeah. capital turned on. Correct. South as yes. well, I think. South have, yes. Yeah. I know some people have been posting photos. Photos, yeah. Yeah. Of um, houses that have been destroyed. Yeah. You know. And it's, it's just sad. It's just sad that we, we, we are not making an uh, effort to, you know, conserve these, these houses. Oh, you see, we have 13 new um, national heritage sites, actually. Oh, they're that's named good. Well, they're doing a lot, a a lot, lot of, of good work. They're works. trying. They're trying. They're they trying. Are. Yeah, they're making an effort. Yeah, and that's but good. What is um your thoughts, actually, on restoration versus yeah. keeping it original? Oh, um, most of the time... Because I mean, I drove past Whitehall the other day, yeah. and Whitehall <laughs> looks spectacular. It does, it does. So does um, Stolmeyer. Stolmeyer, yeah. So does Many times I have noticed when restoration happens, it removes some of the character of the building because, okay, in a very simple way, some of the wood, wooden areas might be a bit too rotten. Yeah. All right, weathered over time. And it has to change. And what goes back in its place might be metal. Right? And as a result of changing that out, it might just edit the design a bit. Right? So you would get changes. And so, I it's unfortunately... Like they, you know, they have to do the fret work. It's not hand cut anymore. No, it's, it's not. It's all milled. It's all, exactly. Everything and you don't see digital. mistakes. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing no. out of place. Out of place, exactly. There's no also, little tiny chip on the end. Yep. Nothing. Yeah, and and for me, I would shy away from building buildings that you know, I should say, in 3D, that that has a modernized that are perfect. You know, yeah, exactly, perfect, correct. So we have to wait a couple fifty. We have to wait fifty years for Whitehall then. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 for real, for real. Because I've been asked um to do if I would ever do Stormas Castle, and I said no. No, because it's too perfect now. It's but too perfect. It's yeah. Also, I think it's so generic. That too. 
It's like everybody has taken a picture of Stoma's castle. Or painted, They've painted drawn it. it. Yes, yeah, some some way. Yeah, exactly. Everybody you has get, done the Magnificent get, yeah. Seven. Yes, they have. Correct. And I pref- I one thing I like to do as an artist also is to admire the work of other artists. Yeah. So I would admire who have done painted or whatever Stormer's castle in whatever medium they did it in. Yeah. I mean, it's technically fine. Everything is yeah. pretty. Whatever. Pretty, yeah, for but real. For you as a as an artist, there's yeah. zero challenge in doing something. Zero challenge, exactly. Somebody else has done a thousand times. For real, so. correct. And also, um, what I I take what I do serious to the point that you know, um, I like to think that I'm saving these houses. Saving the memory. So there's nothing to save with Stormer's Castle. Well, I think that's because part of res- our... Yeah, that, that's that's great. That's yeah. historic preservation. Exactly. So that's, yeah, that's you doing. know... So. Can but can on. you imagine the original owners of all these houses that you're doing... Yeah. Who have now died. Yeah. And they might, you know, and their families can look back and say, Hey, you know, that yes, was there yeah, before that was, yeah. it burned down. Correct, yeah, for so real. So took it over and, you know, yeah, tore it down. Torn it down, yeah, for real. And put a, a, a families, car park or yeah, nightclub you know, there. You know. The kids, these people yeah, for real. who have no clue what a, a colonial house looks, looks like. Looks like, yeah. Never hmm. again. Well, the medium to the miniature, it's tangible. Yeah. In the sense that you can actually watch it from all angles. All and angles. Get an idea. Correct. And also there's inside, yeah. There's only a picture can do so much. Correct. You yeah. know, yeah. but to like to actually get, you know, the shadows and stuff yeah, like that. For real. Correct. It Correct. feels. Yeah. It f- yes, yes. Like something. It feels a lot more. There's a lot more to it than just watching it as a, on a picture. So what do you like determine your scale or do you, do you use a fixed scale or do you just kind of um, base it on the pictures you take? Half like, on half. I, I, I created my own scale actually. Nice. All right. Okay. So I have a list of the doors at this height, windows at this height and so on. Um, but some of them, the the pitch of the roof is taller, okay. so that's where it may, my scale may differ. So you take right? your artistic liberties to like you get for the to look. Correct. Yes. Do you and get to go um go and do a tour or anything of any of these old buildings? Yes, a few of them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's and that was in, yeah that was lovely. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I was lovely. That would be so good for real. That was lovely. I, t- I did about the two. Old wood. All that yeah. too, and the old paint, and you know. The mildew, even the mildew in some some cases yep. on the walls. Yeah, it's, I that's love the it. Thing. That's the thing about vintage that a lot of people don't realize because especially with me being a guitarist and the vintage market, right? it's very, very, very intense. Yeah. Because one of these days I plan to have Jonathan Crow and he does, he builds guitars. Really? In Trinidad. And he okay, does cool. his stuff to vintage spec and down to the glues and the urethane and stuff that wow, he uses. He still... Yeah holds that like even though he's using like modern woods and stuff yeah, like that yeah. his construction methods he just does the things correct now to the yes. type of urethane the type of glue yeah and you get a quality lifetime instrument from mm, it that's lovely that you know you go to the stage you pay an arm and a leg for yeah because a correct, lot of these yeah. big you know vintage companies like gibson and fender they have a um uh, new old stock pricing and yeah. they also have new old stock treatment as in they charge you a premium when they build the instruments the same way they did in the 1950s and 60s Wow! down to the type of paints and it gets very 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 yeah. pricey <laughs> yeah but 
these things age and weather differently than modern materials. Because you guys, Correct, you guys yeah. use paint. Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. like in the certain types of paints will age a certain way. Correct. But the classic rich paints that you can't use because they have stuff in there that can kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're shy from that. Yeah, poisonous. yeah, yeah. Poisonous. Yeah, right. Easy best, exactly. Yeah, poisonous best, yeah. uh, pigments. It's like you can't Correct, use yeah. this canvas because it has asbestos, but this canvas works really well because, because yeah. it has said yeah. cancer-causing elements in it. That Correct. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Nice true. and good. Yeah, for, yeah, for I mean, the whole... The whole thing of like art and cultural preservation and stuff like that. I mean, we're having this conversation on the way down that I feel like Trinidad doesn't do enough as a nation. Yeah. Because like you asked me why I started doing these podcasts. Yeah. And part of it is to keep your thoughts, your age right now. Yeah. So then when you get older, you can look back and be like, wow, that's how I sounded. That's what I valued at that age. Yeah. I would love to go back and talk to my 17-year-old self. I'm sure you would probably love to do well, something. Yeah, I, I, that would be, so that would be awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> it comes back to like, we have all these mass creators and stuff. Yeah. And you can imagine sitting down and talking to a 25-year-old Peter Mitchell after mm. he did Paradise Lost. Yeah, this is mine all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> and I feel like we don't do enough. I agree. As a nation. We don't. Compared I mean, to other places. We have it's so tough. much to preserve. You know, the, the, we have so much to preserve. And it's just sad that we're not thinking of it. Thinking of keeping it. Well, you know? you're doing your part. You I am. Do, yes. Yes. Is, and th- I, that's really, really good. Yeah. And um, eventually I want to start focusing also on um, uh, create dioramas of events that shaped our history. Yeah. Um, in fantastic. particular, the 1970 yeah. um, Black Power. Yeah. 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 yeah I want to create a, a diorama of that. The, uh, what they call it, the water, the uprising with the involving the water, I think, where they, they burned part of the Red House. Right, I'm the thing if I have my yeah. history correct, right? And then you have like things like the coup and stuff like that, exactly. The stuff right. that you, you do in school that they just mentioned for like a day, it's like a blurb in a social studies, text, yes, but yes. we never dive in, in there. yes, and, and, and take it apart, you know. A conversation with somebody on Facebook about this is like, why do our political parties don't ever discuss issues, yes. And I think a lot of that stems from because we don't ever put historical things in context politically. I agree. Because I did U.S. history in high school. Yeah. And you start from something as early as, say, the Civil War. Yeah. And you go through the Reconstruction that then led to, like, you know, the Industrial Revolution. Wow. The spreading of the North and South. Agriculture in the South. Yeah. Industrialization in the North. And yeah. then you trace it all down to voting patterns now and hmm. based on that history it stays the same yeah I you cover everything more or less you, you don't get yeah. that you don't get that deep dial <laughs> context no, because i um remember in social studies the most we did when it came to uriah buzz butler was he they just yeah. give you the they, they romanticize it he yes i yes i agree he one caused paragraph. a riot that then led to the to, to, yeah, to and, the labor and, rights and, movement and, and, that is so shallow. It, it's, it's, it has nothing in it, really. Because anybody can say that. Yeah. Anybody can hear his name and say that. But there is so much more to it. We romanticize a lot of things. Correct. Because if you ever get a chance, I know you guys have seen Campbell. 
Yeah, Cambodia. Yeah. The Cambodia yeah. riots and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, yeah, we go to see it like Carnival Monday and Tuesday. And it looks so nice. Yeah, we take pictures. Yeah, but you yeah. can <laughs> imagine how bloody and how dread those riots of probably course, actually of were. Of course, and the, the reenactment now, and I'm certain of this, is not like what really happened. Yeah. Right? They, they, again, we a society that romanticizes everything Everything. and that is my that would be my attempt in recreating these um events in miniature i'm going to capture as much as possible what really happened so if there was bloodshed i'm going to try and recreate that yeah because even though it was a dark time that's still our history yeah that's that's what shaped our you know, history and so on, or, or who, or who we are as, as a, a people. That reminds right? me of, um, like, um, the kind of dioramas you're talking about, yeah. the stuff that Disney has on their rides. Correct. Just yeah. in life-size form. Yes, yes. Well, Disney yes. love and that, the carousel yeah, progress and stuff like cor- that. Yes, yes. But yeah. that's exactly. for instance, doesn't have much of that sort of content. Yeah, no, no it doesn't. And shows where we come from, you know. Right. Shows where civilization come so came from, and so on. Artifacts don't really show these things. No, they don't. No. So that that kind of work is very important. Yeah. So mm. that you know the children now have no clue. No clue exactly, and yeah. so yeah, I mean, putting that there would be would help for the generations to come. I think. I think we baby. I think our. I think our system babies people in school they like they kind of I hold their hand they romanticize everything i totally agree it's like <laughs> eric williams founded the nation you know christopher columbus came across here and we they stopped right there Paris. yeah and they stopped everybody there. lived happy go lucky you know yeah or so we but would like to think it wasn't like <laughs> no it wasn't, wasn't but our, definitely but then our education system has been stuck for yeah. decades decades yeah because <laughs> i am um, sad I look, nothing. I look yeah. at the way no. our society treats slavery yeah. versus the way the Americans treat slavery in school. Just Saturday night, we were having a discussion about that. Yeah. It's really interesting in the sense that slavery in textbooks, it's, it's toned down yeah. a bit, but you get a deep dive in the social history that you read with it. You read yeah. things like, you know, Uncle Tom's Cabin. You read the excerpts yeah. From you know slavery, and as you read Frederick Douglass papers yes. in the United States, and you get that our slavery, it's like slavery happened. That's it. And then we <laughs> have Emancipation Day, yeah. and then everybody dresses up in like you know African garb, and we yeah. we do this, and they say this is this is how we remember and they yeah. slavery. The carnival. Yeah, because, correct. But you know the <laughs> that, funny thing is, well, you know we Trinidad everything for us is a, is a have a was, good time. <laughs> but Trinidad was one of the first Western countries to have an emancipation holiday. Yep. People don't don't seem to remember that, but yeah. I feel that we don't do enough, and everyone's jumping on the 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 president's back when she mm. says that we need to stand up and sing our anthem. Yeah. And they get angry, but I think a lot of Trinidadians don't. What, don't really think that they feel they should sing. They they like they, they tolerate the anthem. They stop what they're doing, but they don't sing it. But what she's trying to say is, you should be thankful that you have an anthem. Yes. And you should think, sing pride behind it. Yeah. But because of this lack of depth that we go into, we just skim the surface of everything in yeah. school, that we don't have a greater appreciation of why this stuff is there. True. And also what freedom is. Yeah. Yes. 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 All the freedoms that we actually enjoy. 
Yeah. Yeah, we could. That's that's so true. Look look at our political system. You know, like <laughs> you could get understand and say anything about anybody. Uh, yes, yes. And you don't get locked up. <laughs> no, you don't. You're not chided at all <laughs> for what you do <laughs> or for what you say. And you know, Trinities take a lot of things for granted. Yeah, we do. That's 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 our culture. You know, we take things for granted, and we Monday can fall on a Saturday, and we're good. That's if Monday fall at all, because half a Trinity <laughs> don't go to work on Monday. Exactly. <laughs> no, but you know, definitely do your dioramas and stuff like that, and yeah. try to get people to dig deeper. Yeah. In yeah. to Trinidad, like you know, history, because people talk about the coup. Yeah. And every year. We have the same TTT special. Yeah. That's true. And since we were children. <laughs> yeah. What, what, Little Mermaid? <laughs> no, but the, no, no, the TTT special that they had afterwards. And yes, yeah. We should just show the Little Mermaid. Where they and and done it. Yeah. The site everybody Shut. remembers of Abu Bakr standing up with his hands in here. Yes, with his hands up, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, nobody real, nobody remembers that cameras was rolling when Robbie got shot. Exactly. Exactly. All of that stuff is there. It is there, yeah. In yeah. archives, you know. And we edit so much, you know. We we so want to protect, uh, um, you know, the, the viewers. Yeah. Right, and we don't want to show the gory stuff, you know. But within the gory stuff, there is a lot of truth to come out, and that needs to be heard, right? So that would be my attempt also to to show everything, expose everything. Just come out and say it. Like, is you ever worry about like possibly being blacklisted or blow back from being too, no, you know, <laughs> in your face? No, <laughs> no, I have no worry about that well, because, because they will think that oh, he just like makes little houses, you know, it's just cute, yes, and charming, <laughs> and <laughs> yes, that right? he's he's innocuous at this point, but the moment he begins doing yeah. things that don't you know, adhere to social norm. Exactly. Then, then the eyes will open big and... They'll call you a madman. That's okay. I've been called many things, <laughs> right? And I think when I, if I'm called a madman, that was that would be one of the more um, nicer things that I've been called. So that's okay, right? That's but I'm not, a, okay. I'm not afraid to do, the, to do something like that. But expect weirdness from artists anyway and musicians and whoever true but again you know know why they always you you sit down but you sit down and look at our um, like calypsonians and artists and stuff and sure we always have a tendency of like we want to say a thing but we want to disguise it as peacock yes you don't ever just want to come out. Yeah, we have. We it's like we are afraid of truth. Yeah, saying the truth, saying what is there, what it is. You know, we we tend to call. You know, the saying um, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. We want to call it a cow. Yeah, you know, we want to call it something else. And I prefer to stick to the truth. You know, if you if you sit down, there there are a few Calypsonians that have been very 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 good at telling people like it is. And yes. one person that always comes to mind for me is Maestro. Yeah, when it yeah. comes to these things, like you listen to Savage, <laughs> Savage, yes, and you go back yeah. and read and Mr. Trinidad, yeah, yeah, and the lyrics and stuff like that. You see that he didn't care because no. the song Savage, people don't realize, is about people from the Caribbean going yeah. to the states, going to the states yeah, for the first time and so on, yeah, and people and seeing them yeah. taking people, white women and stuff like that. Yeah, that's Street basically to, what it is. Street and that was written in the sixties. Wow. Um, post-civil rights movement. 
hmm. when when Rush Generation was now leaving Trinidad yeah. and people were going yeah outside and he didn't hold any punches with his music and his catchy no he hell. yeah he lets you have everything but I feel like now that the um we go back to um the hustle yeah I think artists now <clears throat> care too much about the hustle and that's the thing with me I I I don't care about the hustle. Right, I'm. A, I consider myself a real artist, right? And in regardless of what I do, how it may differ to my artistic, my artistic expression, how it may differ to other artists, I still try to keep it truth. I still try to keep it uh, to the point, you know, and um, not play around with it. So that's why I would turn down a job to to build a miniature of Napa, yeah, and grab up one to build you know our old house that nobody sees next to where i live and grab the opportunity to build that instead right that's very western philosophy as well yeah it's you know it's just looking at things that aren't really well so-called important yes yeah popular correct you know um i am not an entertainer okay. i'm an artist Right, and that's why you won't see my face on any of my social media accounts, because it's about the art. My yeah. accounts are made for just the art, right? My face is not the art, right? You may see my hands because my hands do the art, <laughs> right? And I'm not an entertainer. I am out to do good art and continue doing good art, and put a smile on someone's face. <laughs> and cultural preservation. That too. That that's too. what it's about. Yeah, that's what it's about. That's what. And you know, I started building these houses by mistake serious yeah i i built a um, miniature house after years uh started i started back in 2005 and then i stopped and started back in 2010 so the first one i built in 2010 um i was the, uh, the front part of it something i was cutting and the knife slipped so in order to correct it i had to turn it into fretwork yeah, oops. There you go. And that oops, was a so that's a beautiful oops. oops. Yeah, that's beautiful nice oops. oops. That's how it started. That's how I started building these colonial houses. And the more I built, the more I fell in love with the charm and, and all these things it has to offer. That is that's the hand the hand of the art god coming down. Yes. Have you ever studied like um architecture or anything? Oh uh, no, never. Wow. Never. My I have no formal training in doing what I nice. do. Right? Um That's great. Yeah, yeah. So it's all So you gotta learn from scratch. Yes. Right? And um every time I build one I my skill has gone up increased. a notch. Of course. Increased here. Yeah. yeah. You know? It just goes to show that like if you wanna do something, just start. Yeah, yeah, just just do it like the Nike sign says. Just do it. Just do it. Just start. Make a start. That's you that's know? something a lot of like young artists always worry about. I mean this Correct. this podcast just started from us just having a conversation. Like, let's start recording this. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We got small things and we just simple simple setup yes just record and you just put it out there and people listen correct um and that's one thing a lot of people they're always so concerned about getting started i agree yeah and excuses yeah yeah excuses boy i don't have the time time yeah (laughs) i mean the thing is to be honest to be honest here it's a monday afternoon yeah i could be laying down bed watching tv yeah I could be in the gym. I could be shopping. I could be doing something else. But I cut that off and I say, you know what? I have somebody coming in today. Yeah. And we're going to sit down. We're going to have this conversation. Yeah. And you know what? And I'm loving it. <laughs> it's great. I tell you. It's, yeah. it's something addictive. that needs to be done. Yes, I agree. You know. I agree. And in about five, ten years, 
listen again and yeah. you'll be like wow I'll tell you I'll tell you right now I'll tell you right now in 5-10 years everybody in Toronto will have a podcast they're watching you go see I agree yeah because radio is dying a very two. quick death That so sad advertise well again our radio content has deteriorated oh yeah in 20 <laughs> years if so long wow because now it's yeah it's back and now it's old talk but we still have that like it's still the political platform for the older people in the morning yes and then on the ride home is the young people wine and jam session yeah we talk nonsense all day long which, and just make jokes which I mean, to me dominates fun. yeah it it, it 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 has its things but yeah. the reason radio is still surviving sure that's because we have traffic a lot of traffic <laughs> if we got rid of traffic we would lose radio yeah i agree because people would want to listen to something else, else in the car. but yeah. a lot of people have stopped listening to radio because they're sick and tired of the monotonous stuff correct yeah same music and also yeah, same music yeah i mean and nothing new we nothing don't realize how censored and how conservative of a society we are you know yeah because i have guests who come on only during our podcast and they cuss <laughs> i because i don't host in trinidad yeah i can get away with it but if this was a radio show like on a god awful hour god alone knows when they wouldn't let me be on here yeah. Yeah, they would get wow. banned immediately. And advertisers would be like, nah, do sign he go get demonetized. Demonetized. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. But you know what? You had to do what you had to do. And I think Trinidad needs to get with the times. But then a lot of the things too is that same thing we were talking about earlier with yeah. the babying and just skimming the surface of yeah. a lot of things. We pamper, we tend to pamper a lot. I think you know? that even though you know, because this episode is going to come out in January, probably, even though Carnival is coming up and it's very naked. Yeah, it's still very, very conservative when it comes to substance, because I don't think a lot of bands, well, bands nowadays don't yeah. portray anything anymore. Because you Correct. and I both grew up in Carnival households. Yes, yes. As you met my mother earlier, and you yes. guys start talking <laughs> Carnival. Yeah. Back in her days and back in your mother's days, you didn't have the internet and stuff like that. No. But the artistic expression of the carnival band was how they told stories. Stories, correct. Because I think in 1960, I don't know, I don't even can't tell the date, 60 something, Silver Star, the band side, yeah. played Gulliver Travels. I remember that. I'm hearing the, about that. They too. won Band of the Year because they actually built the big. Yes. And then everybody was pulling it through and they told the story. Exactly. You know? Hmm. And. Carnival has the potential to do the same thing that your diorama does. Yes. Tell a story. You know, bring back history of, of, of what was there. But before. nobody wants to do it. No. Not anymore. Well, it's, it's back. On. Yeah, well, Minch is back. Minch is back. Minch is, but Minch for how long? That's the thing. Well, well. And, and, and who he passes it on to if they would take up the mantle. As he did, you know, as he carried. You that know he what? Carried. I, I have faith in it. Yeah. We have a very robust... Carnival Studies Unit in UWE. Okay. And since I was there, and this is over a decade now, yeah. they were really strong. And the yeah. people are doing entrepreneurship, yeah. creative industries, things and degrees and yeah, such. That's great. Um, our young people, the people who actually want to do it, they're doing it. Back when I was in there, older people were coming in. Yeah. Um, a lot of the practitioners, and we're talking about event people, yeah. soca people, mm. they came back and did their studies. 
So for Carnival, there are young some young people doing some really good work. It's just yeah. not as you know popular as yeah you know other the, things yeah yeah bikini and bead stuff. But I think we're in good hands because I think one Minch is doing, and it's it's clear that he's passing on the torch right now yeah. to his people. Yeah. And his people have been working with him for a long, long time. Long time, so yeah. Yeah. Um as as dark as other people think it is, it's not. Because when I meet people like you <laughs> yeah. who are doing work and there's so many other people doing really, really good, good work. Yeah. Yeah. Um y- you kinda have to gauge, you know, you can't always say that it's bad. Yeah. Because there is some good there, you just have to look for it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And the people who are working, like you, yeah. they're not putting themselves out there. True. They're doing work in the background. Yeah. They're studying. Yeah. They have their PhDs. They have whatever. Yeah. They're doing huge papers that no one reads, especially yeah. in school. Yeah. When I was studying... All these random things. People looked at me like, we have an art department. <laughs> and um, the kind of studies that we did. Yeah. I mean, you, I didn't know that at the time that there was so much work going on with Carnival. Yeah. Historians are doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. It's just that they are more scholarly than going out and playing mass. Yeah. Which is a completely different, different thing. Product, right now, yeah. mass is mostly, you know, the hustle, as you all said. Yeah, have a good time, yeah. Free drinks on the road, two days, non-stuck revenue. Mm. Yes. No, but there are... A fed that moves. Yeah. Fed that moves. There are, there are you know, things I, happening. I people mean, have tried with the bands to bring back... But some people that have... Now that, that you say the fashion, the fashion industry has embraced... Yeah. If you look at what K2K is doing... With their bands and stuff yeah. like that. They're those two girls and they're in Victoria Gardens. I heard about them, yeah. Do you buy a mask Fantastic costume from them? Uh, yes, you I can, heard about them, yeah. You can, you can wear it after Carnival. Wow. Well, they had their, um, their ready-to-wear line come out this year. Okay. Which is n- not a Carnival costume. Uh-huh. Fantastic pieces. And they're yeah, young. Yeah. And they're young. They're young. Um, again, these are people who aren't splashy and... Yeah. You know, all out there, and yeah. you've seen them on social every other second. And yeah, when, doing work. when people aren't on social media, they're busy, <laughs> or they're juggling about 20 different hats. Yes, and they yes. can't sleep at night, you know, because yeah. guess what has to do? This is you tomorrow, yeah. there's nobody else to do it, and we don't have the funds to True. hire out. Exactly. Or when they're up three o'clock in the morning sharing memes, it's because they can't sleep. <laughs> that too. Because they have all there those things on their mind to mind do. To do yeah. Yep. Yeah. I hmm. mean, it, it's tough. It's like it I, is. As I was telling you earlier, I don't owe social media nothing. Yeah, and I say the same thing too. If I release when I want to release, we release when we want to release, and that's how it should be. I mean, yeah, people want content, but if your content is good, people will in, will take it and, and they'll wait. They'll, yeah, exactly. They'll wait. They'll wait. Because someone told me recently, you know, um, he said, you know, your work is really good. You need to um, post your stuff a little more frequently. And I said, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I said, no. Whatever, man. You will wait. They will wait two weeks. Yeah. 
whatever yeah. you know you're busy yes you exactly <laughs> you don't have a team of 10 people no Every, i don't <laughs> a lot of the people who you see online it's it's a big facade a lot of the people who you see are very yeah. popular and very successful have a huge team behind yes, them they do. yes youtube channels yeah, nobody realizes how hard it is. Yeah, nobody to tells maintain. you they exactly. have to hire out to keep editors. up with that. You yeah. know, I mean, it's it's tough. One million followers, a lot of That's people. A you lot have of to people. hire somebody to do your intro, somebody to edit your videos, <laughs> wow. somebody to bring you coffee or something in case you're dying. And you know, again, <laughs> yes. it's little things. Little and things. They yeah, add up. I know about to say that. Yeah, they add up. Because yeah. if you want to push content every day. I simply can't do it mm, for yeah, only correct. general. I have to do all the background work. Yeah. I do he, the audio. Yeah. He does just he just records and edits. Right. And that in itself is, it's is work. can be a handful because you have to go through like an hour long episode. Yeah. Edit it down. Get clips for her so she can do things. Right. And then I have to do everything else. Yeah. On top of work and yeah. house yeah. stuff. And I was just about to exactly. say that life is happening otherwise. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, Isn't it's, it's a lot. Isn't that we just old or something? No, I mean, because, <laughs> I because people ask me, it's like, why you don't do video? I'm like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who has time for that? Yeah, for real. <laughs> you guys have time, man. No, really, it, and that's how people... Not taking content too it's always now 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 exactly now, now, yeah now, exactly now. and they have this big appetite that never yeah, quells yeah, <laughs> exactly. right you have to sell your content so these these platforms want to push your content because they need material to sell to advertisers exactly yeah so they encourage you yeah to if you post more yeah, we the, will yes, get you further correct. because yeah. they want your stuff in rotation so that you yeah. could be it's like we have 20 people competing for this ad if you want to hit all 20, it'll cost as much. And then sure. Facebook is very sneaky and very comes deep. in with, oh, you can promote this for $5. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. You have reached 60,000 people. Correct. You just post something and the day after it's telling you it's that, really you know, easy. your people haven't yeah. heard from you in a while. Yeah. It's like, I don't care. The, yeah. I say you it all don't the time. You know that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Or do they know? Mm. Mm, good they question. Good question. They probably they track they track everything. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys, true. if you guys ever want some good listening material, go check out the um Snowden podcast with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Oh my God. Joe Rogan, yes. Joe yeah. Rogan, he had Edward Snowden on mm. a couple of weeks ago, and it was eye opening to see how well they monitor with all your things, the government wow. and stuff like that, and we willingly accept it. Yeah, we you do. just got we do. tagged by the CIA. Probably. My phone's <laughs> made in <laughs> China. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, yeah. it's it's tough. And, you know, social media <laughs> is great, but social media is also, like, um, it's a double-edged sword. It is. Right, case in point, I don't know if you went on social media today. You guys see this thing with the church? Uh, no. I, yeah. I wasn't on social media at all today, really. Oh, wow. So you missed the whole back and all going on with the, um, the cathedral in Port of Spain. Really? There and is one? They had a fashion show. They did? With bikinis. Wh- you serious? Like, you didn't see anything about No, nothing. He nothing. You have I has no. You have no it's good. I think it made news. It made front page news Are you today. Serious? The Guardian. The yeah. Anglican Church Board that oversees uh-huh. the. Um, it was Style Week this week. Okay. And they had a three day fashion show in the Cathedral of Port Spain. <laughs> three days it was a three day wow so on the third day now yeah well pictures came out 
walking down the aisle of women in bikinis. Are you serious? Well, ex- well, they're not like exposed, but yeah. you know, oh, like, they were like, exposed. I mean, one pieces that like, enough. Yeah, enough. It, I mean, it's, it's not church wear. I'm not just about to say that it's not church wear, not the norm. Not typical church wear. Well, then you know, then somebody came out and said, "Well, you know, the Anglican Church said it was okay, and we're raising money for right. them to repair the roof that cost X million dollars after the earthquake." Ding, yeah. ding, 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 yeah. ding. Then the Anglican Church jump out and say that well, our board approved this, but then mm. on the third day they had regulations, yeah. and the person who was overseeing everybody's come up wasn't there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Absent. Well, everybody has to say something. True. I mean, of course, the designers sitting there Nobody like everybody yeah, has to look. Look, bad look! My designs thing. have made it to the front page news because I have a bunch of girls half naked yeah. in a church. Wow. You know, and well, the yeah, Anglican church, the Anglican church is sitting down there being like, "Well, um, shit." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting paid. We didn't have anybody there. Yes. Yes. Well, they're still getting funds. They're getting sponsored. That church is raising plenty of money. Yeah, they have to. They have to raise a few million. To repair the roof. All of these churches are actually costing quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. because they're very Catholic churches. They're old. They're old. They're very old. Old. You look. They're falling apart. That's one of the reasons why I don't get too angry with these houses that disappear. Yeah. Because the persons persons who live in it. Yeah. They have to. Spend a chunk of money to repair oh, it. Oh yes, right. Totally. Bring, that bring they don't have. Correct. That they don't have. Right. And yeah. the government wouldn't. Uh, there is nothing put in place. I don't want to blame the government, but there's nothing put in place by anyone to assist. So it's best you sell it to someone who would, you know, pay the price. Well, a lot of the um, activist folks there, you know, they say, "Oh well, you should put it under the heritage." Yeah. Site. I mean, they but, do have a but point. But you know, the thing is, though, like, you don't know the red tape. Exactly. And you don't, know, start you don't know how much it's going to cost to keep the city, to keep these things right. open. Correct. There's no budget. Correct. Because, of course, with the, the budget, you get about $10 for arts. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's it. That's it. Yeah. 10 Guyanese for art. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think half a billion dollars for carnival, which is then falls on the art. (laughs) (laughs) For our past budget, somebody actually counted the number of words were said about the art. You serious? Yeah, they counted the the number of words when the script was um. How much? How much words were there? I think it was under paragraph. Was it like ten words? Ten times it was mentioned. No, ten words. Ten words for art. I think so. It was some ridiculous. It was really Uh stupid. Um, but again, what do you expect? But you know, True. you have to give True. Jack his jacket. Though I mean, I thought Carrie Festa was very well. I thought Carrie Festa was great. Yeah, fantastic. I I agree. Um, I'm sure you got a lot of people in. A lot. Because you were kind of in the middle of everything. Yes, I was. And I that was, was good. Sometimes I sort of regretted it, but hey. Because we walked in, <laughs> we walked inside, and Tracy's like, "Look at this tiny house." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "You can go." Um, and just like watch yeah it. we it's ended great. up like most yeah. of the time we were by you yeah everybody yeah. everybody yeah. I knew who went took photos and uploaded it to their Instagram and yeah stuff it like was that. it was a wonderful experience you know and I went there just to get eyeballs I like to say and um, I, I got that you opened the <laughs> a lot of it which yeah is what, yeah which for is real. what Carrie Fest is exactly supposed to, supposed to do and it did that for a lot of us a yeah. lot of us got the exposure that we were looking for and, yeah, and in, in my case I didn't expect the amount of exposure like it was overwhelming yeah 
it was really sure. overwhelming. That right? was a long week. It was, and it was were even longer. That's crazy. Yeah, and because, right? that's wow. Savannah easy. No, it's not. And that village, plenty. A lot and of we people. went on a quiet day. We went on the first day. Right, a quiet no, day. No, we went on the Sunday. Yeah, which that was the second, second day. day or something. But oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, correct. That, that was sounds the about beginning right. of hell for you. Yeah, Thursday it was tough. The Thursday, the Trinidad night had traffic all into Marva. Wow. Remember, we had to go drop the thing for the check because we played stages the night before. Yeah. Right. And that and all was fun because you get to play on the avenue and it was yeah, it was yeah. great. I had a great yeah, time. Yeah, their band yeah. got to play. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, good, we man. Played, we played That's the stages good. on the avenue outside. Wow. With that was just pro, one pro of the million, of million events that they had. Serious. They had so many things. Yeah, because Carifesta was was really... Enormous. Enormous, yes. It was enormous. I think from what I've said, this was the biggest one. Of well, all, it well, was they went all out because they people went all out, left yeah. our show that finished at eleven o'clock and ended up in black box until four o'clock in the morning for Chicken Al show. Really? Wow. Yeah, because yeah, the had their own thing. Was yeah. Popping. We played the same night as Chicken Al. Big in the dance. <laughs> <laughs> they almost got to play with Chicken Yeah, but yeah, you know, really, that okay, happened. Cool, so, yeah, cool, cool. Logistics. Logistics. Yeah, understand. You know yeah. how it is, but hey, it was in the plannings. But you know, special thanks to Marty for linking that and music TT for letting right. us play. I mean, it was, it was cool. Um, I would love to do it again. You see, we need yeah. to. We don't appreciate these things, and I feel bad for all the people that didn't get a chance to go. Yes. But then at the same time, I'm kind of glad they didn't. Because next time when it comes around, if it does come around, they're going to make the effort to go. Yes, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Yeah. Because yeah. Trinidad has that fear of missing out. Yeah. Like culture. very, And that's how carnival bands sell now. Yeah. If a band knows it can sell 6,000 costumes, they're going to be like, no, let's not sell 6,000. Let's sell 3,500 this year. Yeah. C- correct. Yeah. And then next year we go sell 4,000. Yeah. And then when they finally reach the point to sell the six thousand, they sell the six thousand at such a high price that everybody pays. Correct, yeah. They make yeah. the money and they pay. I, I think we we are not gutsy enough, you know, to take a risk, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's my opinion. And I going back to what I said um, before about not being afraid that someone will call me a madman for doing some of the art that I put out yeah. or plan to put out, right? So, um, I mean. <laughs> I have guts and I am not afraid to do it. And I think a lot of us are, are afraid to take certain risks and so on. I mean, life is about risk, right? Yeah. Right? To do every little thing. I mean, you, you go somewhere to have dinner and you don't know you might end up in the hospital. With exactly. A, yeah, yeah, with, with you know, po- food poisoning. I mean, that is life. That's just, that's just risk we're willing to take. Correct. But Correct. you know, the funny thing is, it's like uh, we have such a rich history and stuff like that. And we talk about history and carnival. Really, I mean, yeah. the Trinidad history could be portrayed in carnival, you know. Yes. Correct. But nobody wants the, to, to do, do it. it. Yeah. Because it's if not it got, pretty. It there not, are no beads. I'm sorry. Totally no agree. Feathers, yeah. not, it, not, it, it won't sell. Well, no, it no, won't sell. No, it won't sell. sell. Or oh, oh, we think it won't sell. I think what the problem is too, we want things now. We're yeah. not willing to build, right? Take out a 10-year period to develop something, right? We want it now to happen now. And um, that's, that's, in my opinion, one of the problems I see happening with a lot of things, right? Um, and it, it's, it's stifling our creativity because we have a lot of creativity in this country Plenty. and a lot of content to work from. It's like we have everything there, but we're just not willing to do it, to take the time to do it. I mean, it's interesting. You look at like some of the um, 
so many things that are baked with carnival. It's like you almost you feel like they happen by accident. Yes. Um, case in point, biggest fet in carnival is Soka. Yeah. yeah. That happened. That blew up because of Marshall's video. And, hmm. and I, well, I mean, the fog video is what set it off. Yeah, yeah, It yeah, happened yeah. two years before. Yeah. Then he released here with the fog, and it just exploded. It exploded after that. And now next this year, it's going to be a Soka Street. It's going to be a Soka Festival of the Arts. Wow. For two days. Look at that. Hmm. I That's going to. I think it's like people 19th, are going to come out in their droves. Nineteenth. Oh yeah. Well, well, we live in before Jagarama, so that traffic will be there for three days. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. No, but they, they have it. They have it advertised as a big festival in that regard. That it's more than one day. Yeah. Um, I mean the brand itself is great, but it comes back to that same thing I'm telling you about the exclusivity that yeah. they did. Yes. Where they're like, all right, we sell for this much, this much, but now Correct, they're yeah, going yeah. to. Yes. Yeah. 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 Go all make, out there. Go all out there. Yeah. But I mean, it seems like, as you say, we don't adopt plans because we, a lot of these things happen by chance yes. with the society. Yeah. Do you really Hungry. think that festival culture happens by chance, or is it a matter of I think economics, trends, and fats? I think in oh, Trinidad, good, good, good a point. lot of it, cause like for example, fat culture in Trinidad has a tendency something's just happened by chance. Yeah. You know, we're good at that. But I would like to think so. Build it into our brand. Yes, it's smart people. Well, yeah. yeah you Case in point, tribe. <laughs> okay. Tribe realized I released a band and I sold 3,000 people costumes. Yeah. His first year, his second year, he sold 3,500. He said, you know what? I can turn this into an industry. So he then started offering people an experience that they couldn't get anywhere else. Okay. So he stopped selling the costume start selling the experience right because you're compared to where we were when i think the first tribe here was like 2001 or two or three yeah 2003 2003 2004 early 2000s yeah and he was the first one to do full online registration on the internet okay you don't go at a tiny mass camp yeah to get your um to get your mask you go in to cascadia hotel they scan you in on a computer. Yeah. Your sizes are correct. You can change your size. You're not collecting things in a shoebox all how. Yeah. It's presented to you. It's nice packaging. Hmm. Then That's on, an experience. Then on the day itself, car find the van. We have a shuttle waiting for you by QRC to take you take to, you the, to van. the van. And he was the wow. first person doing these things and built his industry on that. We take these things as commonplace. No. True. Because everyone is doing it more or less. No, because they have to. Yes, to compete and to keep up here. That's part of the reason why Costa Carnival has gotten so expensive. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff he's doing now, he got from Jamaica Carnival. Really? See, Trinidad Carnival is an all-inclusive carnival. Mm. And he says that every, walks of, every walk of life in Trinidad and Tobago participates in carnival in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Be it juve, old mass, hustling. Everybody on the island, and it covers the entire island. It does for two days. Jamaica, on the other hand, it's a very ritzy carnival where it deals with a certain section. Oh, it's not like an island-wide thing in the sense that it's like Trinidad. It happens in like a place like West Moorings, like a little community like that. It happens yeah. in a little tiny, it's not even South Kingston itself. Yeah, and that was it for a while, and then it was you know very rich people was carnival. That was yeah. their thing. It was a rich people thing to do. 
So they hmm. wanted their rich people experience. They have drinks on the road and pay no money and stuff. I pay my money, I get everything included. Yeah. And big lunch rooms, AC tent and stuff like that. Makeup artists during lunch all started in Jamaica and Trinidad started adopting these oh. things and introducing it into their carnival culture. I know this because when I used to play in Hearts Carnival back in the day, there was um, back in Al Jamaica's a band. They, the owners of that band used to manage the cart, the drinks cart okay. that we used to play with. And they gave us the lowdown and everything. And so yeah, Trinidad Carnival taking things. The all-inclusive mass <laughs> has been Oh, now. well, now I know. <laughs> well, now you know. But you know what the upsetting thing is? A carnival costume in Trinidad, about 700 US dollars. Jamaica, 300 wow. for two days. For two Economics days. of culture. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what it comes down to, you know. But what's going to happen now is because the accessibility of Jamaica to the United States... Jamaica is in a very unique position in the sense that they could probably surpass Trinidad Carnival if they play their cards correctly. Yeah. Because unlike... Anything they haven't. Um, hmm. That's, a that's good, another um, question. They still play Trinidad music and stuff like that because it does happen afterwards. Yeah. It does, yeah. Trinidad is still the one that sets the pace for everybody because our artists go there to perform. Correct. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they're... Um, what is the word I'm looking for? It doesn't mean that their approach or their business sense is not superior. Well, it is. It could be. It could not be. They actually do have a carnival center yeah. in right. Jamaica. Now, when I was studying, a lot of the studies for carnival studies came directly from Jamaica. Really? Yeah. So, a lot of the work is Jamaica Trinidad. I think they have hmm. a bigger center than we do. They helped us basically to develop ours. Yeah. A lot of the studies and papers that I read was based on Botrinat and Jamaican hmm. statistics. And we're talking about auxiliary industries that yeah. are affected by the carnival sector. This is not just music, not just costumes. Yeah. This is talking about food vendors and artists and makeup artists and the corn man on the corner and all that. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a lot of things that have to happen and a lot of stats that they have yeah. to get yeah. in order to, you know, really solidify what is going on there. They're doing their studies. Yeah. We're partying. Yeah. And mm. then we're taking the ideas and bringing it over. Yeah. Coming back Which to is the easy part. Because taking things for granted. That's exactly. And again, as you said, they have easy access to the states, which means they have easy access to more th things. Yeah. Miami designers. Yeah. yeah. Miami, right. I, I'm talking about, hmm. you know, even down to the payettes. Yeah. I don't know if they're outsourcing their costumes like we do. We're doing it on a bigger scale, probably. That's why China. Hmm. You know, well, these are things to take into consideration well, as they well. Are, they are. You know, interesting thing as we talk about Carnival, a lot of smaller islands, St. Vincent, Antigua, yes. they buy excess costumes from Trinidad. Mm. We supply some. But does it make sense for them to make it? Exactly. No. No. We export yeah. in that regard. But 
if Jamaica were to jump into the free. Unlike Cropover, yeah. which is one day, Jamaica is poised for two days and theirs is in the middle of Easter. Yeah. It's, I think it's on Mo- Easter Monday and Tuesday. Or- I, I, what? Really? Yeah. No, I didn't I know. know really? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Didn't know. Um, Jamaica Carnival is at the end of our land. Really? Yeah. Mm. Mm. So they're in April. Right. April, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, unlike Barbados, which is in the middle of um, August, theirs is a lot earlier. So, I yeah. mean, it could start, and I mean, it's holiday time anyway. True. For a lot of people. I mean, it's not quite American spring break and stuff like that, but if it was, yeah, they could take it over. But I mean, Jamaica has the beaches. They have the yeah. hotels. They have they have yes, they do. They have the, yeah, correct. They have the tourism. Yeah. But That's, they also have art. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, when I was when I was doing art in high school, yeah. my teacher basically told me, "Hey, go to Edna Manley." Okay. And that's their art school, and they're way more established. Way. There, they <laughs> have all the different departments. Some one of our lecturers in UE. Yeah. Came from Edna Manley, so hmm. in a lot of ways, people kind of Trinidadians tend to look down on other islands, huh? Yes, but um, <laughs> we do. We <laughs> need Beyonce, the Caribbean girl. Right? <laughs> but in a lot of ways, like let's talk about the animation industry and all these yeah. things, they are far superior. They have a lot more going for them in that they have established. Yeah. I remember they also have Bob Marley. So again, oh, yeah, they that's, have that's their, the way, yeah, they really. have that's they're ahead of us right in here. that respect. They're we have Marshala. They had a, they had of us in the sense that they have Jamaican pride. That too. This is and they don't really take true. things for granted. That's the thing, you I mean, know. No, again, it comes back. Let's to get a Jamaican on saying. the podcast. <laughs> Let's get a Jamaican <laughs> reggae artist on the podcast. Who that you're called? Be. Cole Capleton. <laughs> 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 I, I, I once man. loved his music so much. Yeah. Yep. They have yeah. nothing wrong with it because, I mean, with it again, Jamaica music, now dance, whole culture, it's yeah. kind of fizzled. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, it, it disappeared. I mean, I grew up listening to, to uh, Lloyd Sniff and Flora Gunn and Red Dragon, these guys. Um, This one who passed away recently. Um, le- uh, not lecturer. I can't remember his name. And and comparing that super C, <laughs> yeah. comparing that to what we have now coming out of Jamaica in terms of the dance hall. I mean, dance hall kind of like had night like, and day. They had a peak, a peak. Re- they had a resurgence in the mid two thousands with yes. like, the cartels and correct, yeah, and, and um, Movado, right? Um, even before that, the Elephant Man and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that world beats was it was hot. It was hot, yeah. Um, I think Jamaican dance hall has reached further than soca music. I agree. In the sense that, like, people forget that um, Rihanna's Pondy Replay, her first hit was on a rhythm. Yeah, well, yes, yes. Think well, it was considering the rest of the world thinks all of the Caribbean is Jamaica. Comes back yeah. to Yeah, <laughs> correct. You know. Comes back yeah. to Jamaica. Well, they are branding. fully correct, branded. Correct, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, look. Very iconic. Consider that. You go almost anywhere in the world and you will see, you see a picture of Bob Marley. Yeah. They did a great job in selling that to the world. Oh, selling him, his music, yeah. his face alone, you know, to the world. Did a what is, what is iconic job. about Trinidad? Call it Ibis. <laughs> Oi. Picture leak. We're talking about 
something recognizable. Um, like a Bob Marley. The 1996 Americans, opening of the Olympics girl. Yeah, Americans. <laughs> well, yeah, we had to sell that. Yeah, we had to try something, right? Americans don't know about cricket, so we can't say Brian Lara mm. unless we in no. India or England. I or mean, Australia. we can. I mean, then exactly. again, on the athletic yeah, front, no. they have um the Jamaicans, Abu Bolt. Usain Bolt, who is yeah, who is the epitome of Jamaican. Yes, in the sense yes. that you could sell anything. Could sell anything again too, you know? but also Jamaicans so close to the United States. Exactly. Yeah, As true. Again, they have access they that we just, don't have. That we do have, yeah, yeah, and for real. It's, it, it's it's a different culture. Also, they're a big island tour. Yeah, they are. Um, they but unlike Trinidad in the sense that they're not afraid to talk about their history and how mm, things. Correct. They don't sugarcoat. No, they don't. I think they they're have very a lot straight, more pride very. than we do. I tend to agree. We I have a to tendency agree. to sugarcoat a lot of things. Yes, and sweep things under the mat in some cases. Because, you know? be, I mean, we could sit down and talk about the importance of the coup. Yeah. A lot about our society, but nobody wants to have that conversation. No, they don't. The people that do want to have the conversation do have it. <laughs> True. It, it comes back to that. We have reports out there that could be read. Yeah. But you try to look them up. You're can't get them anywhere. You know how hard it is to get a copy of the Scott, Scott Drug Report on the internet. Hmm. Um, that is one of the key yeah. like documents that started talking about drug culture in Trinidad and Tobago and what eventually ended up leading to political corruption, which is what Abu Bakr said is the reason why he had the coup. Yeah. Because he felt that Trinidadians were giving an opportunity with him through through any government and they didn't want it. Hmm. I hear these things because I ain't seen James. And yeah. the, the mosque right there. <laughs> right there, yeah. And they, he said it before. Then he yeah. didn't say it again. He gave the people a chance. But again, Trinidad would want to romanticize everything. Yeah. Robinson got shot for the country. Attack with full force. Yeah. That's what we remember. That's all we remember. <laughs> Even going back for the... Um, 1970, uh, you know, we, the history of it is a bit, not a bit, it's sketchy. Yeah. And, and the, a lot of people don't know why it happened, what good came out of it. And the, again, the whole issue of romanticizing things, you know, and um, it's sad. It's really sad because on both occasions, the coup and 1970 played a very, a very important part in us going forward you know and um giving us some sort of identity and so on and it, they're only 20 years apart only you sit down and you do the maths now i mean you think 1970 <laughs> is like 30 years ago but 1970 is a long time yeah exactly <laughs> it's a long time. exactly it's 50 years yeah for real about. 50 years exactly but you, you know, know like as a nation we don't look <clears throat> back and realize that well These it comes back to what we were just saying what is iconic yeah. about Trinidad and then yeah. then what is the identity associated yeah, with and, and being a Trinidadian correct yeah. what do we take important importance in what is our art exactly. a lot of people come here asking for Trinidadian art hmm. I knew someone a friend of mine had guests come from India yeah and he asked me, hey, where can I go get Trinidadian art? These people are collectors and they want Trinidadian art. Yeah. So I said, okay, go to Fine Art, Horizons, whatever's in the area. You know, there's the um, 
little souvenir shops, yeah. this and that, because that's really only where you get it. He said, well, he came back off. He said, oh, I, I took them all over and I didn't like anything. Wow. They did not get anything because they could not figure out what was Trini art. Hmm. You see Cuban art? Yeah. And it yes. looks very distinct. Haitian art. Right. Yeah. Yeah, look, look at the Haiti boot at Carrie Festival. What? Yeah, yeah, you can't miss it. You can't, can't miss it. And they stick to their, their you know, um, yeah. their style. So, and so on. again, we have to come back and we have to look at music as well because we've discussed this on the podcast yeah. as well. Yeah. What is Trini music? Is yeah. it only soca? soca? Is it yeah. only calypso? You know, you know hmm. this, this, and then, of course, you have the rock folks who... Many of them haven't gotten out of singing the same thing or yeah. sounding like a foreign band. Exactly. Not that they sound bad, they're great musicians, yeah. but we still have I'm no identity. identity. Same Correct, with art. Yeah. yeah. There's zero. No distinct identity. No, no. No. Yeah. It's it's tough because and there certain things like bother me. For example, the steel pan comes from Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. But now everybody has a hand pan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like I tell myself, like, I want one, but that's something I should be able to have. I should get and turn it out, but nobody's yeah. like, who would have thought to just flip it over and just. Yeah. The bottom, yeah. The same thing. True. You know, and it's like, again, taking and, things. And, I mean, touching on pan, that's, a, that's a, a topic that gets me wary. The thing that, you know, we invented this instrument that is the latest instrument of the 21st century Mm -hmm. and we don't have an academy that is teaching uh uh making the pan pan. we have the well we just have um the symphony that's all but we're supposed to be exporting this thing to the world yeah an academy set up just to teach that alone i thought um, manat has a ugt uh, yeah, I think it's Manat doesn't have. Uh, he doesn't do export. They don't Who's do that? export, Manat. Um, no, they, do, they do pan, no? Well, I know he set up. A, there's um, something in, I saw. There's a pan factory that exports. There like, is. Yeah. There is. Right look, there on, but I saw um, something. In some inner, current Levantil area. Yeah. All right. There's something um, else, you know, that they're doing. But I, I still but think it's, it's, it's nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be a lot bigger, a lot more established, recognized across the world. You know, and again, um, iconic. Exactly. I mean, you sit down, you listen to a Trinidad panorama, right? Yeah. Compare finals night here to finals night anywhere else in the world. Hmm. And it's never Hmm. the same. Trinidad pan have a sound. Yes. It has a vibe. It has a distinct. Yes. You can pick it out. Correct. I met someone recently from um, who plays pan uh, and manages manages a band in St. Vincent. And she said the same thing. She says, you listen to a band from St. Vincent, Jamaica, whoever, compared to a band from Trinidad. No comparison. No comparison. Like, I, Different. I, yeah, Grenada as well. Yeah. You can even no listen com- to... I, I listen to some of it and I'm like, why does it sound so strange? Yeah, it's it's, it's a different it's, rhythm. Different, different, different. We we have, have right. yeah, do have it right exactly. With that it's that flavor different. we have, you know. Yeah. However, very distinct. I heard a band play Kitchener's Earthquake from Japan, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you close your eyes and listen to them, you swear, you yes, yeah. you would think it's yeah. Renegades are one of them, mm-hmm. right? So I think I, I think Renegades one with Earthquake. I. Th- 
things so i know palmberry won that time they were not judging in the mass camps yet and they won e-zone prelims prelims That's correct they had 80 bands in yes the grandstand correct and palmberry won his zone at that, that year right with kitchener's earthquake, earthquake. everybody right. earthquake that year. yeah i mean that i mean, kitchener oh gosh i mean that's who a, couldn't who couldn't stop the self you know from playing a kitchener song you know that's at the big time tune. big tune earthquake big tune, big tune. <laughs> oh yeah my band actually covers i'm loving the cemetery loving oh not a big tune Very he's big he's tune. just his music is just classics he's grandmaster the grandmaster yeah which who's informal is an exportable product cuz he used to go to england yes Sparrow. i heard someone say the reason why calypso didn't reach as far as it should have with him is because he never liked to fly wow i heard someone say that he never liked flying right? i can believe that sounds yeah. very legitimate yeah. yeah he never liked yeah. to fly because i mean i listened to i went to a lecture um given by hollis liverpool kit choglas yeah and He said he lectured, but he lectures all over the world. He lectured in Finland, and two Nigerian um, musicians came up to him and asked him, "You know, do you know Kitchener?" And yeah. he said, "Yes, the Grandmaster. You know, he, he they were intense together and so on." And you know, one of them said, "That man is a genius, <laughs> right?" I mean, this tune, um, Pan in A minor, yeah, was composed before pans were. Um, arranged in A minor. It's a musical standard, right? That's taught on university level, but nobody exactly wants yeah, to talk. It's it's a jazz composition. Look at that, and he you know he found a way to put it in into. I mean, and when you listen to his calypsos, he's telling a story, as well as he's, prof- he's providing you with a, a opportunity to tap your feet, yeah, <laughs> and dance. You know, I mean, everything is there, and and it's a perfect pantune. If you. If if you're big into the football and stuff like that, a Trinidadian, I think it's either Sparrow or Kitchener wrote a song about Man United, and they sing it. Really? At the games, yeah, it's called the uh, Manchester United Calypso. Really? Really? Yeah, okay. They sing it at the games, playing, playing um, uh, football in Matt Busby way. Serious? Yeah. yeah. If you look at it, I will check that Man out. United Calypso. I would definitely check that, that out. Can we put that in the show notes? We will definitely put it. It's there. It's sung at Old Trafford very, very, very often. Serious? But That's I believe it's cool. written by a Trinidadian because it's about watching them play in way the 1960s, 60s. And 70s when they were dominant in winning European clubs. Wow, we still a massive hmm. club. Still you know, massive. going back to what is our identity, you can say that Pan is mm-hmm. right. You can say that, right? Uh, maybe it's not as far as far as it's supposed to be, but I would. I would like to think because people know that we invented pan. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times you would listen to documentaries done by foreigners and they would say the Trinidad and Tobago the home of the steel pan. Right? So we were getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. I think mm-hmm. that um as a nation we I don't know if it's a government or whoever's in charge hasn't done a good enough job of branding it. I agree. I agree. And I totally. think they dropped the ball for that many 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 years ago. Yes. Yeah, because, because they focused on other things. Correct. When I mean, you focus, if you if you're in a culture that well of course most cultures are very creative. Yeah. But when you focus on oil, which fine it makes yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is what made the pan right. because they had access to oil drums. Right, and they needed to do something with it, right? So you just focus on that, yeah. then you lose track of Correct. The artists and the musicians, yeah, it's like, and everybody else who makes the country what it is. The national tragedy when they took down the mural. 
Oi, that's not Kala good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, please. That. <laughs> that um. Yeah, don't make us cry right now. Yeah, it's, and get angry at the same time. Yeah. And it's, it's, throw something across the room. <laughs> I mean, it's like these things that again we take for granted. For granted. Yeah. I mean, and you could. They could have saved it. Oh, they yeah. could have saved it. They just choose not to. And exactly. But you know the funny thing? A lot of people don't know that story. No, they don't. Oh, there's a YouTube video. We should link that. We should. Um, we should. A, there's a lot. The Carlyle Chang interview. Yeah. But he actually talks about it. Really? Yeah, he talked about it. And I'm sure it broke his heart. There's, oh, he did. There's did. a lot of things Trinidadians can be proud of, but they don't want to be proud of. I agree. Either that or they're focused on other things outside of Trinidad. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, e- it's easy to say like grass is green on the other side. It's easy to say that, yeah. yeah. But life here, very nice. You know? Oh, sweet, sweet Trinidad. Anybody who's <laughs> lived outside. Yeah. yeah. Can, uh, can, can tell. Yeah, can yeah it's tell a paradise. It's, it's, it's nice. It's can, nice. It's nice. Don't even need to wear a watch in Trinidad. No. <laughs> it don't really matter. You know, what amazes me about Trinidadians is that our shoulders are broad mm-hmm. in, in the midst of tragedy. In the flooding that happened recently. Yeah. We still, you saw men liming on a raft. Yeah. In That's a bar, of water up to their knees or past their knees. And the liming still. We are so, uh, what's the word? Um, I don't know how to call it resilient. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. Right? It's a mixture of both resilience and ignorance. That's too. Yeah, I mean, I we, agree. we have, we're lucky in the sense that we're a melting pot of culture. In the yeah. sense that we celebrate Christmas, Diwali, Diwali yeah. Eid. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Everything, everything. yeah. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't get that in that Cur- sense of yes. culture. W- with equal amount of attention yeah. placed on each, you know. I mean, you get a lot. Yeah. Everybody has one authentic God at some point in their life. Yeah. From a different culture. That's, not That's uh, correct. Yeah. You know, and everyone's played in Indian mass. Everyone's done this. Yeah. Devil and stuff. Yeah. But again, we don't appreciate it. No, we don't. Instead, we rather like be like, well, you know, it's okay to just have. I think it's because we're so accustomed to it. Yeah. You know, um, familiarity breeds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. That's, and yeah. again, it comes back to the whole thing with the national anthem with the sense that because everybody, people yeah. realize that when you hear, when you go to another country, because. The states I studied um, before hockey games where I used to go because school had a huge hockey team, D one champs and stuff. Yeah. When the national anthem is being played, mm-hmm. life goes on like normal. People buying beers, people <laughs> get into their seat. Yeah. Some people singing, some people not. Most people don't even take it on. Yeah. yeah. When the national anthem is played in Trinidad and Tobago, everybody stops. Like it's like a ghost town. A pin could drop. Yes, yeah, true. No. But like you stand at it, I remember coming back and seeing that. Yeah. And it was like a culture shock to me because I think it was before some some performance I went to in the stadium self. Yeah. Um, I there I go to the bar, waited in line, say right, and next <laughs> anthem starting show starting just now. Everybody stopped. stopped. Yeah. Hmm. And you know, I just look around and I say, you know, we really have something here, you know. Yeah. And he sense that from the time it starts, people stop what they're doing. And that's good. And I feel the president in herself, like she realized that we're starting to lose that. Yeah. That's and why she made that announcement. And she's been, she's been beating it, beating the drum 
for a while and a lot of people just stupid and mean like oh god you come back with that again yeah, yeah. but somebody has to somebody has to hit the drum and, and create well, that song yeah you have to have pride in something but, uh, yeah i, I agree you need I to mean, have pride in something a simple comparison to let's say japan yeah where you know yeah. they take pride in everything but, you know, they're gonna like clean their litter up yeah yeah after a show but the anything. interesting thing is though with the americans after 9-11 that hmm. culture in the anthem changed in a big way, you know. Yeah. People took well, more pride. Yeah. Back in their back country, in, and yeah. especially during the war, the Iraq war. Yeah. That stadium, people would be singing the anthem every game you for that the, entire yeah. year because hmm. the pride was so high. Yeah. Because well, of what now, happened. Even now, it's it's still. Well, it's died down. It's back to. Not necessarily. I wouldn't say so. It's not as dread as it used to be because now, like people openly protesting. Yeah. anthem and stuff like that and making political no, I statements think, I think they do it in different ways especially with their military with vets yeah. with yeah. especially because of all the deployments and everything they're very very sensitive to what's there yeah well it's the ultimate people. sacrifice you asked my uncle yeah. about giving yourself up for the country because yeah. he was in Nam and he was in wow. Afghanistan he'll tell you it's yeah. is the ultimate sacrifice it is yeah my, my brother-in-law was in um Iraq also, and he yeah. says the same thing here. Yeah. And what I uh, what I could appreciate is that they give a lot of respect for their their veterans. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like people who like does turn out having that we could give the ultimate sacrifice to turn out for. Um, because remember <laughs> we don't have to enter a draft or anything at the age exactly. of eighteen. No, we don't. don't no, we don't. We're, we're a very we're a very casual country, and that yeah. God, yeah. you know, hey, it's a paradise. Your but idea of giving yourself to the country is getting a government one. Yeah. Which you have to get linked with family. Exactly. And Aren't we sacrificing enough having to sit in government offices and wait for things? <laughs> yeah. <though? laughs> going like in office is the ultimate sacrifice. No. Ultimate sacrifice. Nah, these days ultimate. is possible. Passport office is yeah. dread too. Yeah. Yeah, boy. No, DP is alright now. DP, DP alright, yeah, dread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so the DP alright now, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, they don't do real. something, you can transfer a car in Adino. Wow. Get your passport, no? <laughs> nope. Yeah, boy, you have to wait months to be able to, to travel out of here. I mean... Yeah. But that, again, and that's what <laughs> makes us makes here a paradise. Yeah, because it's like Monday, as we talked about earlier, Monday fall on Saturday. If we really, if you care about Monday at all, yeah, like it doesn't like, matter. We just going with the flow. Just Are we good at that? We good at just going with the flow. Yeah, one day, I think one day we might have a shake up, and we'll have to. Yeah, just like America did, as you mentioned just now where they, they got back to their roots where the national anthem is concerned and, and paid more homage to it. Patriotism back in a Correct. Way. You know, I mean honest as you use that word there, you know, I would take this opportunity to say I'm not a patriot, but I love my country. Yeah. And that's for me see, is enough. You know, I appreciate my country. I appreciate um what we do and how we do it. You that's know? funny. A trainee a trainee in Trinidad, hey Trinidad. Take a trainee out the Trinidad. What? Best Trinidad ever. Let Trinidad, let Trinidad be Jamaican or race in the Olympics. Oh, come on. Everybody's singing that. Yes. Tom, you know, yes. Look at World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, boy. World Cup, Germany. Everybody was a soccer warrior. Yes, yes. Maximus Dan wrote a second national anthem for Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, yeah, boy. I'm a soccer warrior. I'm, Win or lose, I am. I am. You see, it just finishes I'm, itself, you know. For real. I, I'm also a trained football coach. Very right, nice. and um, I remember at the training, the 
doing the course while doing the course Dennis Lawrence came in and he was talking about scoring a goal yeah and you know we we all agreed that his head his forehead brought an entire country together for one day yeah you remember that day I was I was in the states I wasn't here but well, I got I was a here phone <laughs> I got a phone call wow. from my brother he's like Trent I just stop yes you yes. say when that goal went in the down. country shut shut down, down. and then yeah. after when the when we qualify when the game was blown when the game in Bahrain, came to, that's and it. and you know everyone got the realization okay we are going to a World Cup or the World Cup. Mm. The entire country. I, from what I were. understand, yeah. From what I understand, cool. Jude, um, where Ram they were exactly. Huh? John Ramdeen and Saint James assemble a music truck in less than nineteen. I minutes, heard about that, and it was on the road the, in no time. The, pan, the prime minister at the time, Patrick Manning, he gave a a, 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 a holiday. holiday at twelve yeah. o'clock in the night. Umbala next day said it has never happened before. Who does that? You <laughs> had to do it. You had to do it. I was like working on a final project or something, and yeah. then there was no one. And the qualifier was on an early international break too. Yes. It yes. Was, it was you know. Kind of I remember we got into a vehicle and we were going down the Eastern Main Road, and everyone were was driving. In the street. Yes. I heard Tunapuna was just. It, yes. Carnival. Carnival. Yeah. And you know, people were honking their horns and, and waving to each other, and it's like the place got so friendly, you know. It's like when we went Miss Universe, yes, that that's the next thing, and next thing too. You saw how yeah. much Trinidadians love our, our country, you know. I think, I think again, we have to do things on a national and an international stage for that force of recognition, yeah. Because, like, even when, when, the, um, when Walcott always. won the gold, yeah, y- yeah, the next day was flood. Oh, if yeah. you remember correctly, yes. Oh, yes. the next yeah, day was flooded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one right. man, Jack, reached down to go Martin. Yeah. Clean enough because they love their country. You know. Love the country, for real. And it, it, it's sad at times to see that it would take a disaster for us to come together. Apart from the happy things, it would take a disaster for us to come together. And you really see that, you know, we are, we, we love each other yeah. to some extent, <laughs> right? When disaster happens, you know, this one will pull the boat and just grab people, you know, go into the yards and take up the animals and so on. And you would see that with the last, you saw that with the last flood that happened. Yeah, Trinidad right now is going through dark times. We need something to happen to bring us, to we, lift the spirit of the nation. Look at yeah, what you're calling. Yeah. <laughs> we need something to lift the spirit of the nation. <laughs> but, but can we deal Not with bad, something you know, bad? But something oh, to lift the spirit lift of the, the nation. nation. Oh, like yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh, Soka Warriors haven't won a game in 14 games. Oh, wow. 14 games, you know. That's... Uh, you do you remember? Can you even handle social media if that happens? No, it is. If, if some shut down, what? For real, huh? If Trinidad were to qualify for the World Cup again, again. With, so, with Facebook, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. it will. It will explode. That will pandemonium. Pandemonium. Yeah. yeah. Pandemonium. Yeah. Remember, there was a time when you could use your cell phone on a Friday night. Hmm. Back in the day when TSCT was the only character car- yeah. Yeah. carrier, and you try to make a call five o'clock on a Friday, can't get through. You know? But yeah, yeah. problems. No, yeah. All networks busy. Busy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, you know? It's tough. We we love we love Trinidad. And if yeah, anybody we do. We wants do. to feel like, you know, pure Trinidad, yeah. if you ever get a chance, you need to sit down and listen to the um the joint pop album to Trinidad with Love. Okay. That's your latest uh. one. Um and Gary Hector, those guys, they deal with these topics like yeah in their music and yeah. it's phenomenal. That has gotten international acclaim, you know. It does. 
Um, there's a YouTube video which I have to tag any links and write this down. Mm-hmm. Um, but the joint pop album, and he's a record collector and he happened to get a copy. Okay. And he gave it full marks. He said okay. it, it's one of the best rock albums he's heard in the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. And of course, as an Asian, we do it. We don't give it any no. coverage. Well, it's not so good. It's so not so Nah, but if you, if you listen, if you listen to the song Amplify, yeah, it talks about the same things we're talking about here right now. Amplify yeah. this nation and stuff like that. It's, For real, it's, it's real cool, man. I mean, artists need to take more chances. Artists need to. Do I agree. And don't take be scared. A risk. Don't be scared. Yeah, don't be scared. Was he more to do blacklist you? Yeah. But and and that's the thing. If it is they do blacklist you here, there's some culture out there that will accept your art, yeah. and that's 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 my belief, right? You can't be hated by everyone. You know who don't? I care? agree. You know who don't care and do the thing? Three Canal. No, they don't. Three and that's why I love Three Canal so much. They just do the thing. They just do what they have to do. That's why they don't sing the anthem before they show. They don't. No. They usually have spoken word. Yeah, and they don't sing the anthem because they say there's cuss on stage, and if they sing the anthem, they cock us. That's with any performance. But now nah, there's yeah. they don't sing the anthem, but they they're very sharp political message. Yes, they roll. Yes, they roll. Good, they roll. Yeah, each channel is amazing. Need more. Yeah, need yeah. more of that. Need Back more to of Mitchell that. Mitchell and Kalu Company again. That's yeah. That's that's the yeah. people. That's the seeds. And I think that has it, it comes down to co- conviction, your own personal conviction, as to. You know what you want to put 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 out, and who you are, because I always say I'm an individual first, mm-hmm. right? And the convictions I have as an individual that finds its way into my art, yeah, right. And what you get, and it, and it stays there. You you can't. I I'm not about letting anyone adulterate that, or try and twist it or whatever. You know? That, folks, is what creatives need to hear. Exactly. Musicians, <laughs> artists, yeah, everyone. Yeah, you know, you 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 become an individual and you stick with that who you are. You f- you put that into what you do, right? And that's why um, Miles Davis. Yeah. I love Miles Davis, and I read his biography, and he spoke a lot about that. You know, he wasn't about trying to do what others were doing. He exactly. did his thing. All the time, <laughs> and that's why his albums, yes, kind of, kind of blue, blue, is jazz um, standard. Beginning. Amazing, yes, they said that that ushered in jazz. That's what pushed it. Yeah, yeah. When when you do your things like that, I mean, it's the same thing with the Beatles too. Yes, and, and like their albums, like the White Album. Yeah. Nobody else thought about just making a plain white. White album, yeah. Canvas, white album, yeah. And you and know, it's there revolved. They took a risk. Another one, yeah, yeah. You're, you're not going to be teenage teeny boppers anymore. Exactly. Singing for the people. Well, they were doing what they wanted to do. Yes. Yes. And the how day. they want to do it. You, you know, know, Marshall had a phase like that too when he was a Bobo Shanti. He did? Yeah. When he was saying, tell me what they're fighting for. And he oh, got yeah, very political yeah. and pushed after, ecstatic after the whole, um, the real unity accident. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 I remember. He yeah. went to find himself. Right. And, he and that's, that's important to know. You have to do it. You have to do it at some point, you know. You have to. And sometimes throughout your life, you do it a few times well. Oh, yeah. You know, find yourself back. Because you tend to get lost sometimes. And that's part of life. And you need to come back to find, you know, where you started off from and where you're going. 
like you go back to your roots then yeah, yeah you, you know like stalin break, you get rid of all the extra noise and exactly then come back. and you come yeah exactly and i try to do that often you know to find my way back to where i started from to determine where i'm going now right so very good well tremaine you know we're talking a long time here, yes we are it's a long time we cover real topics yeah this episode into two parts and stuff like that yeah. so well since it's january tell the people where we can find you what you're going to be doing this year in 2020 and how people can get to know more about you because if a man who do have his image on the internet you real speak from the heart here boy and i appreciate yeah. that yeah man thanks man you got the kind of warmed <laughs> up to it as you went on and yeah yeah <laughs> this is good this yeah. is good so where could everybody find you talk to us um you can find me at uh, on facebook um artisan the art felder um on instagram from felder miniatures from felder underscore miniatures sorry and um well those are the two area um social media um, platforms that i'm on right um and uh, in regards to what i'll be doing 2020 i'll be doing a lot (laughs) right i'll be exhibiting with the museum and they are featuring the the, their theme is a old time carnival so i'll be doing pieces that would reflect mass as it was or carnival as it was same thing we're talking about exactly Right, so I'll be doing the band in terms of the steel panel. I'll be doing the band that left Trinidad, which is called TASPO, um, the acronym, um, Trinidad All Steel Percussion Orchestra. Right, um, and there's a wonderful history that revolves around that particular band that was sent, and other aspects are Cambole and so on. Very nice, right, and other things that I'm working on, you know, but it's going to be a busy year for me. So look out. <laughs> God, I hope it's a busy year for us too. I don't want to have Tracy. I did too much things. <laughs> when the day comes. Yeah. Well, right. thanks yeah, a lot for spending time and with thanks us. thanks for uh, having me. I, hey, it was fun. It was yes, great. It was. It's it great. Was. This is our first time with me on. Yes, first time with Tracy. Yeah. Tracy, say hi to the people. Hi. Everybody, if <laughs> Tracy's <laughs> responsible for all the graphic work and stuff like that. You see yeah. on the Facebook and the Instagrams and yeah. things like that. <laughs> Everything else. I just provide the voice. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be having some more creatives on. And you should tell us if you like it. If you need to have somebody on who you think is cool. Yeah. If you liked our yeah. conversation. You know, we're willing to have almost anyone on. If you want to participate, feel free to leave messages in the comments. You just an email, email us, yeah. whatever. Things, send a voice yeah. note. We'll feature on, and as always, you know. Yep. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you guys soon. Say bye, everybody. Bye. bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening for this entire episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We would like to wish you all a successful 2020. As always, you can find us on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Be sure and check us out at anchor.fm slash only general.